Oh, thank you for asking me to speak, Eleanor. <clears throat> it's really, really good to be at this meeting. I see new faces, which is exciting, and and a little. I'm a little nervous, and um, and I see faces I've been seeing for decades. So, and everything in between, and. Uh, Pretty robust meeting, I must say, for 7 a.m. <laughs> I actually used to come to the St. Paul's meeting. Um, my work life has included periods of layoff, not working, and I would always um, try to get to the meetings when I when, when that was the case, and so I got to go to St. Paul's meeting. I have warm feelings about it. I've been in Overeaters Anonymous since 1978. I was 23 when I came into the program. I am uh, a sugar addict and also addicted to quantity. My top weight was and that is was about 185 pounds, or I stopped weighing at that point. Uh, my current weight is somewhere around 115, and um, I have experienced relapse. I feel grateful to say that I've only experienced relapse once, and I hope I never experience it again. I actually hit bottom while I was in OA in that relapse, got to my highest weight, did the worst binging I had ever done in my life, um, and hit an, an emotional bottom as well. It was my form of um, emotional breakdown. Um, so in, in some ways it may have saved me. Kind of a drug. It uh, allowed me to focus on food and instead of what well, instead of my emotions. Not that that's a good thing, but that's what it was. I let's see. So what it was like is I was a. Uh, chubby baby, a chubby kid, chubby teenager, but really became a sneak eater at a very, as a child, sugar, um, the sugar bowl, um, sneaking cookies from the cookie jar, always in conflict with my mother, um, who tried to prevent me from overeating and to the point of putting a lock on a kitchen cabinet, which I just figured out how to unscrew the hasp. Um, that is to say, I, in retrospect, I realized she didn't know how to, to attach a, a lock to a kitchen cabinet, so it couldn't be unscrewed. Um, 
So I was always getting in trouble for sneaking food. Um, but it did, that didn't stop me. And um, when I moved out of my parents' house and moved in with roommates, I snuck their food too. I had a lot of self-hate and shame for my behavior, um, but I really was a sugar addict. I couldn't help myself. And that's one of the first things I learned when I came into OA, that it's an addiction, it's a disease, it's not a moral issue, and I'm not a bad person. So I um, found out about Overeaters Anonymous from the newspaper, and it was either Dear Abby, I guess it was Dear Abby probably, or Ann Landers, one of the two. And I started attending meetings in Berkeley. And one of the first things I heard um, from someone after that first meeting was, take what you like and leave the rest which was really good for me to hear because I was somewhat freaked out. I was freaked out by the God, the God talk. But on the other hand, I was very impressed by the serenity prayer and by the depth of sharing, of talking about food that I heard. It was it was just so wonderful. It was an oasis of honesty and depth. I had very mixed feelings about it, though. I didn't like the God talk. And I thought, and I heard that people went to more than one meeting a week, and I thought that was ridiculous and get a life kind of feeling. I was pretty, pretty arrogant, um, very arrogant. I was able to start abstaining fairly quickly, but it was really a diet for me, and I was smoking pot and drinking diet soda like crazy at the same time. I had a disappointment in romance, and, well, my first abstinence, as I said, I was smoking pot, drinking diet soda, um, and treating it as a diet, not working the steps, and I lost weight all the weight that I needed or wanted to very quickly. I was in my 20s, very active. And then I had a disappointment in romance and started binging and gained it all back, gained 60 pounds in three months. I was eating to kill. And um, that's, that's when I had to start working the steps, following directions. Um, so relapse prevention, well, I don't think there is a way to prevent relapse. I think everyone has their own path. Um, and relapse is painful, but it is a part of many people's story in OA. Um, but I, and I hope I never relapse again. So this is, this is what I do to that end. I, I work the steps over and over and over again. I need to stay um, engaged with the steps. 
So I do that in various ways. I, I sponsor two people and we're working through, through the steps. Um, and I'm working the steps with them. I do all the work that they do. I'm also in a monthly uh, step study in another program. Um, so basically I'm working all the steps all the time in three different successions. And actually four, I've joined another program <laughs> that we're working the steps. So I'm working the steps in four different series concurrently. And that works for me. It doesn't, it doesn't confuse me. It doesn't bother me. I just am always working the steps. Plus just on a daily basis, trying to stay uh, on top of um, how I'm feeling in the moment right now. Because when I'm feeling bad in the moment right now, the spiritual axiom is it's not something out there. It's something in me that needs addressing. And it's, and it's a spiritual problem. And the answer is spiritual. The answer is our power. The answer is not in fixing the world. It's not in getting someone else. Um, um, five minutes. Thanks, Marley. Um, so working the steps, um, I do weigh and measure my food currently. Although I'm going to be camping for a month, I'm volunteering in Yosemite for a month and I'm not taking my scale. I did the same thing last year. Um, was in Yosemite for a month and take my scale. But I will tell you, I'm doing some serious food planning for this trip. I've noticed the other volunteers tend to eat out a lot and not do a lot of cooking, whereas I'm I'm planning to cook every single, well, not cook, but have every single meal with me. And I know in advance. And uh, I kind of like it. It's kind of, I'm having the same thing for breakfast and lunch every day, which is not unusual anyway. And then dinner is just going to be this rotation of things. Um, so although I'm not taking my scale, um, I'm kind of, Measuring in advance, as we would say. Um, I have gone through various periods in my food plan. I've done um, less and measuring, and I found when I hit uh, age 40, which was quite some time ago now, um, I started gaining weight, um, even though I wasn't binging. And it had to do, I'm sure, with my metabolism changing, which meant I had to eat less, and I just didn't know how to eat less without measuring. Just kind of stayed with it. And um, I'm not 100% on that. I don't weigh and measure in restaurants. I don't eat out much, though. Um, so working the steps, I weigh myself. Um, not regularly, but maybe about once a month. So not too much and not too little. Like I do weigh myself. Um, let's see what else. I like to 
to always be doing service for my meetings. Um, and again, that's not 100%, but I'm pretty much always doing service at my home meeting. I have one home OA meeting. It's Friday, 6 p.m. Oakland meeting, although we are virtual. We meet on Zoom. Going to that meeting for decades, seems like that's true. Uh, um, we have a speaker every week. I love speaker meetings. And um, so doing service, sponsoring, having, I have a co sponsor in OA. Um, we call each other as needed. And um, service, sponsorship, food plan, meeting. I do attend other programs, so I'm, I'm immersed in 12 steps. Um, I go to three meetings a week. I go to a, a meeting with my partner. Where we go to a covering couples anonymous meeting. <clears throat> it's been a wonderful uh, addition to my recovery for the last seven years, working the steps with a partner. Um, I sometimes I feel like my relationship with my higher power isn't. Thank you, smiling. One minute. I'll just wrap up by talking about my relationship with my higher power. I I like to focus on, as that bumper sticker says, kindness is my religion. Um, I've been meditating more more recently, and I like to when I'm having a problem during the day, feeling bad, just say help or. Um, I must be having some thought I'm believing. I'm talking to my inner, my higher power deep within. And I'll stop there. Thank you, everyone, for helping me recover.